30 years ago, I realized I wasn't living out my dreams. Life was just happening to me, and I was watching it go by. I was living randomly. Goal Camp endeavors to help you align with your goals and dreams. Live with intent and set a path for your footsteps to move along so that you have a higher probability of success in achieving your personal goals and adding value to others. It's time to get excited about the life you're living. It's time to stop living randomly. I'm Derek Lott, your camp director, and this is Goal Camp. Welcome to Goal Camp. This is Derek Lott, your camp director, and it is episode six, Congratulations, Goal Accomplished. This week, we're talking again about mindset. What's going on in our minds? We have a list of goals that we want to achieve that will make 2020 our best year yet. But as we said, something's going to change, has to change for this to happen. You can't be the same person that you were in 2019 and expect to make the goals happen in 2020. We've got to change and it starts with mindset. And today I have someone who's going to help us with mindset, author, speaker, and U.S. Marine, George Casey Jr. Welcome, George. Thank you, Derek. Thank you so much for having me today. Uh, It's definitely a pleasure and an honor to be with you here today. Oh, we're excited to have you. I wanted to have you on the show because we know each other, one, from Toastmasters, and you're a prolific speaker, but two, you are an author. And your first book, Unexamined Life, really had an impact on me. And I thought it was appropriate at this point in Gold Camp to have you out and have you talk a little bit about that. What is the unexamined life? Well, I, I'll say this, Derek. I'm a, I'm a quote person, and, and I've always been drawn to quotes, different thoughts of, of, of different people. For years, I've, I've been looking across different quotes, and one stopped me in my tracks. It's a quote by Socrates. And that quote says, the unexamined life is not worth living. And wow. that, that resonated so loud within me. And the so unexamined was, life is not worth living. Absolutely. So tell me more about this unexamined life. The unexamined life, we go through life. You know, we, we get to be 20 years old. And we get to be, if we live long enough, and, and we get to be 30 years old and then 40 years old. Through that time, we've taken a journey through life. And we've taken a lot of experiences. We've taken a lot of hits a lot of bruises, we've absorbed a lot of pain, and we just seem to like bury these things behind us. And, and there's so much history within us that if we just study our history, our future can be so much brighter. Well, that sounds like you have a lot of experience. Tell us a few stories about how the unexamined life has impacted you. Absolutely. So I, it took me back to uh, high school where I went out for the, the freshman football team and I remember I didn't really just go out for the football team because I wanted to play football. Derek, I went out because all my friends are going out. So I said, well, I didn't want to be the only one not going out for the team. So I decided to go out for the team as well. Mm-hmm. I thought it would be easy, and I found out the contrary. You didn't make the team? Uh, not only did I not make the team, but I, I, I quit in the process. Uh, oh, quit? Okay. I, quit. I, I remember one particular day we were doing an exercise called up-downs. And if you're not familiar with up-down, it's basically when you kind of chop your feet in place and until the coach blows the whistle. And uh, when, when the coach blows the whistle, you kind of hit the ground and jump back up and start running in place again until he blows the whistle. 
Uh, well, this particular day, I, I, I stopped counting after he blew the whistle so many times. <laughs> I, I almost wanted to go and grab their whistle from his mouth and say, please stop. <laughs> it was serious. <laughs> oh, man, I'm, I'm reliving that memory even as we speak. And so it's, it's, it's actually liberating now to go back to that moment uh, because, we, like I said, we had done so many up-downs. Stopped feeling my legs, and I stopped feeling my arms, and became numb. And I remember in my mind, I said a number, that, and that number was five. And I said, five more, and I'm going to quit. I told myself that. I convinced myself that five more. I did those five more, Derek's, and, and that's what I did. I walked off the field, and I quit. Wow. I quit. So what did you learn from that? Oh, that, that haunted me for years. And, and I, until I actually went back into that moment and, and was able to feel that pain, from a different perspective, uh, it really let me know that deep in me on that day, when I counted myself out at five, I had more in me. I had more in me, but I gave up on myself. You had more in you. That's profound. So you decided you were going going to quit, but when you got there, you had some more in you, but you quit anyway. I quit anyway. Now, how'd you make good on that? Was there a happy ending or... What, what? They, they say now, I heard another quote, and like I said, I'm always a quote person. Uh, if you do now what's easy, later on life will be hard. But if you do now what's hard, later on life will be easy. So I went through life taking the easy way out. I would quit when it got hard. I would steal, I would, you know, do all these things that took the easy way out. You know, they say cowards sometimes take the easy way out. And I, and I felt like a coward at that time. Many years later, I ended up uh, joining the United States Marine Corps. Now, why did you join the military? That doesn't sound like the route for a it, loser, it for really a quitter, doesn't. for a coward. It really doesn't. It, it, it really almost started off as, as a, a challenge. I remember I, I was I was homeless at the time. and I, yeah, I, so I Don't just roll past that. Right, you right. remember what? I, I remember how, how hard it was. I, I, I was easy, taking, taking the easy way out. I remember just, like I said, just taking myself back to that moment and, and, and realized that I'd always taken the easy way out. And taking the easy way out had to change. And I was challenged by a cousin to take the harder route. And that led to the U.S. Marine. Yeah. She, she sat me down one day. Like I said, at the time I was homeless. She sat me down and she, she asked a question that, that kind of stomped me again in my tracks. She, she asked me, George, and then and as she called my name and she looked me in the eyes, it was kind of a, a, a piercing moment. And she said, George, what are you going to do with your life? And, and at the time, I really didn't have an answer, but I, I don't believe in, in coincidence. I had spoken to a, a Marine Corps recruiter, and it was just kind of on a whim, and he was, he was boosting me and my friends up one, at, at one day, and then Ended up taking me out to lunch one day. We went to Hooters, and, and to this day I still love Hooters. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but but we sat down and he told me about how Marine Corps changed his life, and how he he, he started his uh, couple of businesses, and, and now how he's successful due to the Marine Corps mind state. And I told my cousin I, I thought about joining the Marines, and she said, No, no, don't just think about it. She said, You need to do it. She said, Your life doesn't have any structure. You don't have any discipline in your life. And I think Marines can give that to you. So how long were you homeless? I, I was homeless. Uh, it was about uh, a, a couple of months. It, it okay. wasn't a long stand. It was a couple of months, but it was cold months. I remember it was about October, uh, November time frame. Yeah, a little small town called Radcliffe, Kentucky. Homeless in Kentucky. Sleeping in the backseat of a car. 
And so you go, you decide to join the Marine Corps, but you're in no way prepared to go into. I can't believe you just and the rest is you know just a fairy tale. From tell us about your time in the military. Oh, I tell you what, when, when I got to the Marine Corps, I was uh, I was a bunch of things, and, and and one of those things was a quitter. To that moment, everything I did, I, I quit, and it was something that. I, I want to say the Marine Corps, or I, I would say my drill instructors. I, I would say more so my drill instructors because they were more hands-on. But they instilled me in, in, in me a certain confidence in myself, a can-do attitude. No matter what you're facing, give it a little more. I don't ask nothing but much from you, but to give for you to give me everything that you have. And when you begin to to challenge yourself, and you have to challenge yourself because wherever you are in life right now. You can be better. So you have to challenge yourself. And I began to challenge myself in Marine Corps boot camp. Times that I wanted to quit, I dug deep and I, and I gave it just a little bit more. And I gave it a little bit more. And before I knew it, I was walking on the parade deck graduating from United States Marine Corps boot camp. Yeah. I became a Marine. So many things that people want to be in life, one of those things is a Marine. But how many people actually get to be a Marine? And the pride of that and the confidence of that. There's something in the book where you talk about uh, you were almost quit in the military. Yeah. Because yeah. the drills and, and the <laughs> yeah, yeah. you have to push through a lot you of You have to push drills. through. And, and, it's, and so much of it is mental. You know, we, we think about how physical Marine Corps boot camp is, or any branch for that matter, how physically demanding it is. But above that, it's more mental. And that's, and that's exactly what we're talking about in Gold Camp. If we're going to accomplish anything in life, we can't quit. Absolutely. We have to have the mental fortitude to push through. And that's why I really, really like uh, your book, The Unexamined Life. What have you learned from living the examined life? I believe now in, in living an inspired life. So I, I look at people along my journey. I've been inspired by my father. I've been inspired by so many other individuals uh, in, in this lifetime. One of those one of the individuals is a gentleman by the name of Muhammad Ali. He inspired me in the sense that he called himself the greatest of all time. The greatest, to call yourself the greatest of all time. The GOAT. The GOAT. And I realized that greatness, calling myself the greatest of all time, is not about being better than anybody else. It's about being better than you were before. Improvement. How do you live this unexamined life and make that transition? Muhammad um, Ali has inspired me with his, uh, calling himself the greatest of all time. Life is about a few things. And I believe it, I call it the GOAT principle. The first thing, goals. After after the examination of your life, after you start, start to begin to, to discover that greatness in you, what do you want to accomplish? So you begin to start setting goals towards whatever you want to accomplish. And there's there's so many levels of goals. There's, there's so many levels of, of goals. And when you start looking at it, you got to set a balance, I believe. You have, you have to set a goal for your social life. You have to set a goal for your financial life. Where do you want to be financially? Don't just think about, I want to be rich. Give a number, a, a specific number. Financially, where do you want to be five years down the line, ten years down the line? Spiritually. Develop your spirit, develop yourself spiritually and become a whole person, whole body. We're, we're not just mind, we're mind, body, spirit. And we have to focus on those three things in, its, in their totality. 
We have gone through milestone one, which is just kind of brainstorming and really shortlisting what would make the next year great. Set a list of goals, things you would never think possible. And then you gotta have the right mindset. So before the new year gets here, we don't wait for New Year's resolutions. We don't wait for the 30 seconds before the, the countdown to the new year and say, okay, I'm going to diet. I'm going to eat better. No, we are started in the fourth quarter to think about next year, just like if we were a big corporation and said, it's the fourth quarter. We got to start doing our 2020 planning. We're taking that same resolve in our lives. And so I really appreciate this conversation because our mindsets are everything. I've heard it loud and clear. Quitting is, is the biggest issue you got to overcome. Tell me a little bit about affirmations and, and what you do to pump yourself up to be motivated to go after the things you want to do in life. Oh, I tell you, it, it, it's, a, it's a subconscious issue. But whatever we feed to the subconscious mind is what we become. So I, I feed myself self-affirmation. I, I talked a little bit earlier about you have to set a financial goal. One of my financial goals is to be debt-free. One of the affirmations I give myself, I pay my bills with ease and always have money left over. I pay myself. I pay my bills with ease. I pay my bills with ease. And always and have, always money, have left money left over. Have more than enough. Have more than enough. Money running so over. So many times we, we look at our situations and I say, I, I don't have it. I'm broke. I'm broke. I, when we tell ourselves I'm broke so many times that we become not just physically broke, but mentally broke. In other words, as you speak, you are creating your reality. Affirmations and visualizing your success, you move yourself in the direction of that. You have a second book. Tell us about this book, which sounds like the follow-on yeah. to The Unexamined Life. I started, I started to watch successful people. I had to examine successful people and what makes successful people successful, not just successful, but what makes the great great. So I started looking at people like Kobe Bryant. I started looking at people like Oprah Winfrey, favorite people, again, Muhammad Ali, who called himself the greatest of all time. So I, I started looking at similarities between everyone who was successful, everyone who I considered to be great. And one of the things they set forth is starting with goals. And it's, it's G-O-A-T. The first is goals. The second is outcome. You got to have a vision. You got to see where you're going. You know, I, I talk about putting together a puzzle. When you put together a puzzle, you look at the picture on the box first. And that makes the puzzle so much easier to put together. Where are you trying to go? You have to be able to see yourself there already as if it already exists. That's G, that's O. A, the serious A. Uh, accountability. So many times we hate to blame ourselves for anything that goes wrong or right. Or, or more so wrong than right. <laughs> we, we kind of brag. We take right. the credit for the good right. stuff. Right. No, take, absolutely. That was me. That was me. But uh, the things we do wrong, uh, we don't take accountability for it. When I, when I say I quit, I blame everyone else but myself. Absolutely. And you have to you have to find that accountability within yourself to say, if it's going to be done, it's up to me. And then there's the T. The T, the T, the inevitable T. Uh, it's, it's about the thought process. You have to be able to change your thought process from a defeat to ultimately, I can accomplish anything I put my mind to. The Unexamined Life and GOAT, The Journey what? to Discovering Greatness by yeah. George Casey Jr. So I do have both books on Amazon, but you can okay. easily uh, purchase both books on my website, georgecaseyjr.com. You're on social media? So georgecaseyjr.com. I'm all over, everywhere the air is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate you taking some time to come out and talk to us about 
the unexamined life, the goat. So many people struggle with the thought of writing one book. You've written two books. How'd you do it? I started writing stories that I remembered. I knew it was going to be one of the processes was going to be about stories based on stories in my life. So I, I started simply beginning to talking to old friends and asking them and confirming stories that I remembered, uh, some stories that I forgot they would bring to my attention. But I just began to write it from me looking back from where I am now to then. What brought you to that point where it went from eh to yes, I'm going to do this? It, it was more, it started out more of a challenge. One of my mentors at the time said, George, you. I see you pass out business cards a lot. He said, what happens with business cards? When you give someone a business card, what they'll do, they'll end up, by the end of the day, they've forgotten who you are, and they throw away your card as if you never existed. One thing people don't usually do is throw away books. He said, a book is a big business card. And if you give someone your book, they may not read it today, they may not read it tomorrow, but they won't throw it away. During the process, though, it became much more than that. It began to be the peeling back that onion. You have to come, sometimes peel back those mm -hmm. layers. And that's what it began to be. And that challenge became real. Well, thank you so much for spending some time with us on Gold Camp. It is important to really understand the concepts that you gave to us today. The unexamined life. Examine yourself. Look at the reasons why you do what you do. If you're a quitter, if you're a person that has a fear of failure, you're going to have to face the reality someday, at yes. some point, that you're going to have to stop that behavior. You're going to have to do something about it. And then you're going to have to kind of turn it the other way, turn the coin on the head and say, I can be great. I can be great. And when you make that transition, you are positioned to accomplish your greatest goals and dreams. George Casey's for the question. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to Goal Camp. All the resources from this episode can be found on my website at DerekSeelot.com forward slash Goal Camp. As always, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Instagram, at Derek C. Lott. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with a friend. Achieving your goals is not something that you can do alone. Find a partner that can keep you accountable. Looking forward to the next episode. Until next time, this is your camp director, Derek C. Lott, signing off.